Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Travel Banter. How are you doing, Angie? I'm awesome, Tom. How are you? I am doing outstanding today, and uh, I'm excited to take our listeners with us back to Naples. Yes. We uh, spent uh, the last podcast talking about Naples and food and family, and we're going to stay in, in a similar zone, but uh, but a kind of very different experience. Yes. And, uh, do you remember this night? I do remember this night. I remember Francesco and Giulia wanting to take us out to a truly authentic Napolitano meal. And wow, I was blown away. We had such an amazing night. So we were traveling to celebrate our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, 27 year wedding anniversary. 27 years. I got that right. Did you you did. That? You yeah. did get that right. And um, so they knew why we were there, and um, yeah, definitely he he was uh, wanted to, to uh, make sure we experienced a truly traditional uh, Neapolitan uh, dining experience, mm-hmm. and and this osteria was a favorite of theirs. Yes. And uh, and that was very clear from the fact that we walked in and uh, the owner and a couple of the servers and Francesco and Julia were chatting immediately like uh, they were old friends. Like I said, yeah. they know everybody. <laughs> and uh, we were seated uh, back uh, close to the uh, close kitchen to the area kitchen. with the pizza mm-hmm. oven and things going in and out of there. And it was, um, it was delightful. It was actually kind of fairly, if I remember, we got there... Around seven thirty ish, and it was a, you know there was only a couple of people in there, um, within like twenty or thirty. And he said, I remember him saying, "You wait thirty yeah. minutes, this place will, will be packed." Fill. And within like twenty minutes, man, that it place was, completely was packed. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there was I, there was like at the table across from us, there was a family with the young child, and mm-hmm. it was a very local dining. It must sound yeah. like a tourist when I say that. I guess I was a tourist, but it was a very local dining. It felt like a very local dining experience. It did. It felt like you were going... In a family restaurant. You were going where the people in the neighborhood go. Right. Yeah. So, um, and uh, there were there were no menus. No. For us to look at. There no. was a Fran- lot of conversation. Yep. I think Francesco just said, bring us, bring us a meal. They, they, yeah, they, um, they, he knew what necessarily, I guess he wanted to come out of the kitchen and, and I'm sure the owner, he trusted the owner to bring out the right things in the right order. And he, he called out a couple of dishes, but I thought we would, uh, we have the benefit of staring at some of these awesome pictures that you took while we were there <laughs> we while do. we talk about this. And, it's making me hungry to look at them. And we will share those, uh, again. <laughs> Um, but so one of the first things that came out was an eggplant dish. Yes. An eggplant dish came out a lot. I believe it came out at the same time as some of the appetizers did as well. Um, so, but the eggplant, it essentially it's, it's what we would know as eggplant Parmesan, but it's very different. So this eggplant was actually sliced thin, like you said, mm-hmm. like you'd see in an eggplant parm. It's not breaded. No. It probably has olive oil, salt, pepper. But the thing is, they cook it in the pizza oven. Yeah. So it's cooked quickly at, Very at you know, high five, heat. six, seven hundred, whatever that pizza oven and wood-fired pizza oven is. It goes in on a pan and comes out um, wood-fired, and then and it's got 
uh, almost like a margarita pizza toppings with the with the tomato sauce and the mozzarella and and it just comes out almost it was the best eggplant i've ever had in my life like i have no idea if i can replicate it but i am gonna try it was very it was good it was amazing did not, it didn't have the bitter zero taste that yeah. sometimes eggplant that we get in the u.s can have it was light it after eating it, when we eat eggplant parmesan here, it's typically a fairly heavy dish. This was like almost like a light vegetable course. Yes. Yeah. It was very different and just so delicious and so fresh and so good. It's like it's one of those things that you could have made a meal out of mm-hmm. all by itself. Or... Yes. Or taking that and, and put that in between some nice Italian bread and oh, <laughs> so, so much. It was just so good and it's so beautiful. I mean, it is. It's a beautiful, simple plate. Yeah, and check out our Instagram post on uh, at our Travel Banter Instagram account, and uh, you'll be able to find the. Uh, I believe the post begins with the eggplant parm picture. So find that, and you can scroll through what we ate that evening yeah that is what what season are when are eggplants in season do you know is Gosh. that a winter thing it, you know it's hard for i, I know really here everything's know. in the store all the, all the time. time yeah i would assume it's probably a a late spring it's a fairly tender plant so it's not going to be so the eggplant should be as you move from spring to summer should yeah. be getting as good as they're going to get probably but in, in italy their their climate well at least in naples is fairly similar to what we have on the west coast of the united states so there's probably access to a lot of that stuff a lot of the year and it's pretty fresh and they have awesome volcanic soil in italy that just grows things that are just fantastic well when you're on a work trip and i have the kitchen that i can do some damage in without harming anybody i may try that and if i can get it right then i'll serve it to you perfect all right and um the next thing or i think you kind of said some of these things kind of came out in groups but Mm -hmm. the next thing i remember is we got this plate there was like a trio of frito Mm -hmm. um there was some arancini di riso so small arancini small Mm -hmm. deep fried rice balls yes there was um the small uh patate croquette di the patate, mm-hmm. like the small sort of potato mashed, croquettes, right? Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes with the cheese inside. Uh huh. And then there was, I think, that other one is a chechi. Uh no, it was the polenta, uh, the oh, fried polenta. Fried polenta. Okay. Yeah. So that was the next appetizer that came out for us, along with a, there was probably a marinara dipping sauce with yeah, it. There was. Um, but yeah, so we've started with eggplant, and then our next course, or maybe it was at the same time, we have arancini, we have croquettes, and we have um, the the frita um, polenta frita, and. I'm thinking at that point, wow, you know, this is a great dinner. <laughs> this is really good. Never but say never. Never say never. And again, I, unfortunately, I had to pass on the croquettes, and I believe you probably ate that one <laughs> as well. <laughs> but just very, very good. Um, again, even though it's fried, it's very, very light. Very different than what the way we fry things here. So when we were in Palermo, we had we had a... Chechi bean, fried chechi bean, something. I will have we to. We were go sitting back at that recall. little table, and and um, she was bringing us plates, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I could have sworn we had something similar. We probably did. I don't believe it was a... Like a fritter kind it, of It thing. was, but it, it was seasoned a bit differently. It, it was a little... It had a little less seasoning, I think, than this. I think each region probably does it slightly differently. Yeah, but do you remember if that was like at the restaurant or at the street food walking around the prior day? Or that, am I just mixing up trips completely? I think you may be mixing up trips. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Getting That's old, right. folks. <laughs> all right. And uh, and so one of the things that I, I is, I guess, a, a take on as a challenge is when you are, when I am, when we are, on vacation and you're in touristy areas, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to put your hands on a vegetable. It is. <laughs> and there's this, like, it, and, and it's, it's, it's almost... Um, ironic because part of the, the things that we enjoy touring places are open markets. Yes. And the open markets have all of these everywhere. colorful vegetables and they're fresh and they're huge and they're and then you go to a restaurant you go to sit down and it's like where's the vegetables? Yeah. <laughs> I need something green to yeah. balance, balance this out and so um, fortunately in this meal we got that a couple of times but we had a sautéed zucchini that was just sliced thin and sautéed in some olive oil and garlic. Again, mm-hmm. very simple, but so it was good really, and it, so welcome. It was almost like it was um, a caponata flavor. Oh, that's right. The, yeah, you did. The there zucchini. was a slight caponata flavor. It was very, very good. And um, I, I know they somebody commented that that was brought out because I couldn't eat the potatoes, so they brought us out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad they brought that out. Like I said, anytime something green lands on the table when yeah. we're traveling is always a welcome sight. Yeah, and so, wow, I really, again, thought, wow, okay, so we're finishing up. We had our vegetable. This has been a great meal. And then... <laughs> so um i love this next course i didn't know it was coming but when when i saw the plates come around the corner out of the kitchen i was very excited because i rarely order this because of where we live mm-hmm. the odds are that it's probably i don't know i just don't necessarily trust it but out comes a linguine and clams it did, dish yes. mm-hmm. that was just the bomb i mean the the pasta is al dente and perfect and kind of in the right amount of olive oil and mm-hmm. garlic and, and the clams were fresh and there wasn't an ounce of fishy flavor no. and it was and they were just tons of clams on this plate of pasta. <laughs> yeah. And yes. then I and so I'm like just swimming in all of this like oh this is gonna be great and then i realized i wonder if she's gonna eat this because you would never order i would know i have never eaten a clam in my entire life honestly i they just here in where we live in our part of the u.s they generally smell extremely fishy i just it's not my thing at all but um I happened to get the plate that had... The mo- I was jealous. You had more clams than the one person at the table who probably... Like you just said, you've never eaten a clam. I've never eaten a clam. But, you know, when in Rome or when in Naples, <laughs> do as the Neapolitans. Um, and uh, I went ahead and I ate the whole thing. And it was delicious. It was so good. Uh, I was a little hesitant at first, but... I was pleasantly surprised at just how delicious it really was. It's very, very good. 
And um, yeah, I part of me was hoping you wouldn't eat all the clams so I could eat a few off your plate and uh, there were no left. There oh, were no well, left. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm impressed that you uh, gave it a shot and I'm glad that you loved it. And, it was uh, very good. And I'll say what you said. We had this course and I was thinking, that was a great meal. That was a great meal. <laughs> that was amazing. I am full. And then... <laughs> Up pops. Out of the kitchen comes <laughs> a, a chechi and a, pasta a second soup. pasta dish. <laughs> and and so they and again it looks very good. They set it down in front of us and I looked at it and I said, Oh, I, I looked at Francesco, I said, Pasta e fagioli. Mm -hmm. And he said, No, no. pasta e chechi. So there I guess I mean while while a um um what do you call those beans? Chickpeas. Well, chickpeas are, mm -hmm. I would, I'd still call them a bean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, they're separate from what pasti fagioli, what, what you would, the kind of beans yes. they would use there. So there was a clear delineation. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of like, um, uh, the one thing I remember, it's very flavorful, but they must have pureed some of the chechi and, yes. and to thicken the sauce. And it was yeah. just so flavorful. And it was kind of um, thickly, more like lasagna noodle slices yeah. kind of it almost had a stew like texture yeah. to it but it was very good super flavorful like yeah you could eat that on a cold rainy day and and be very mm -hmm. very happy so at this point we have had eggplant we've had the the three fried uh order or orders appetizer we've had the uh, zucchini, yep. we have had the linguine and clams, and we had the uh, ceci e pasta. And uh, some great Italian bread with olive oil and a whole bunch of red wine. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful wine, yes. I think we maybe, between the four of us, maybe went through a couple bottles yeah. of whatever they chose to bring to the so table. So at this point I'm thinking we have to be getting close to dessert. Yes, we have to. We have to. Because <laughs> where are we going to put anything but a little dessert? And then this giant silver metal oval tray comes out. And on this tray is a, a beautiful green pile of spinach. Oh, yes. Just spinach and olive oil and garlic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Another green site. It was a, a long, beautifully... Uh, browned Italian sausage like mm -hmm. that they obviously homemade Italian sausage and polpette yep. uh, uh, meatballs in a red marinara sauce and um, there was enough on there was two two big sausages and a giant pile of greens and, and eight or ten meatballs small meatballs in this sauce and they put the whole Francesco pointed to me and the, the guy put the pole platter down in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I about fell out of my chair. I put a smile on my face and everybody laughed and we started divvying it up. We did. So our next course was, um, we believe it was probably a broccoli rob or, or a, was that a spinach well, or was it a broccoli I, well, rob? Well, yeah, like I think it was some, it was some type of greens, um, some type of greens that, um, was not spinach and not broccoli rob and not kale and it was something local. Yeah. I, I just we asked the name a couple times, but I 
couldn't. And then the um, the Italian sausage was pork. I don't remember it being very spicy. So it was no, it wasn't. It was, it was nice and savory, but it wasn't terribly spicy. It was very good. And then the meatballs were like a, a veal, pork, beef kind of mixture. Mm-hmm. Extremely flavorful. That sauce was outstanding. I think yes. I mopped up not just the meatballs, but the sausage in that sauce, too. Mm-hmm. It was so. very, very good. Yep. And at this point, we had to just cry mercy. Oh my goodness! Um, we I, I think so much. If, if we had shown any interest in anything else, other food would have shown up. But I think we just we had to cry mercy. Yeah. <laughs> but we weren't done. Um, and also, I would say, you know, at this point in the meal, you know, there was a, a lot of fun conversation. But we started talking about love and longevity yeah. and relationships, and and somehow we landed on a couple of words that became <laughs> kind of just a, a fun fun thing. But you know, like coraggio. Like, coraggio. Like it takes courage <laughs> for the women to stay with men like us for all these years. <laughs> And then the men had fortuna. It was a great fortune for us men to be, have been able to get these beautiful women to stay with us all this time. So uh, Coraggio became a rally call um, for the rest of the trip. But it was, it was very fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, How were you feeling at this point in the meal, babe? I, I really, like I said, it was it was ready to throw up the white flag. Yeah. Yeah. And then a little something sweet to end the meal. Like, you, even though you're very full and you've had a lot of wine, you know, yeah, I could do a little, a little, little sweet. sweet. I could do a, you know, go a little, for a little sweet. Something sweet. And out, out, okay, so the last episode, you, you teased something at the end. Yes. And we had turned this down, I guess, a couple of times as we were on our, on our mini street food tour just because we had had, had, had too much. so much. But out comes uh, a tray of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It looks like are on that tray. Now there are mm-hmm. four people uh-huh. that have just eaten eight people's worth of food. Yes. And so out comes this this tray of baba. And so the tray gets put on the table, and Francesco looks at me and says baba. I kind of looked at him. I was like, and he looked at me and he said, you know baba. <laughs> And I said no. no, and he couldn't believe that we didn't know Baba. I was like, "What kind of of family member with with roots in Naples has never had Baba. nor knows nothing of Baba?" <laughs> and uh, Baba is this sort of light, airy, spongy cake um, that looks like kind of a tall cupcake, and it's soaked in rum, mm-hmm. a citrus, sweet citrus rum, and it is. It is wonderful. It is it good. It is really good. It like, is good. If we'd had half the amount of food at dinner, by the time those came there, I could have eaten two of those. Yeah, I could have too. They were absolutely delicious. It was just the right amount of sort of alcohol flavor to make mm-hmm. it flavorful, but not, you know, not kind overpowering. Of over the top. And, and yeah, the citrus flavor, it was just mm-hmm. delightful. It really was good. Um, and then, but that wasn't. Like you would say, ha ha ha, baba. <laughs> Let's have some, some baba. Out comes, um, and I, I I remember having these, but they're fried thin pastry dough with powdered sugar on mm-hmm. top, and I forget what they're called, but I have had them before um, in my grandmother's kitchen, kind of like I remember around Christmas time and stuff. 
But out comes this giant oval platter piled with these things, along with this giant ceramic. Man, this had to be for jokes, right? This, oh my like, gosh. this had to be a joke. But out comes a like the kind of mixing bowl like you would make a homemade cake in or yes. something in your kitchen, filled with chocolate, chocolate ganache, like a chocolate melted chocolate ganache that you dip these ribbons of pastry dough covered in powdered sugar in. Into and the they, chocolate. And they put all of that down in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was, I think he handed me the bowl of chocolate. I think uh, he did too. Um, Again, there's photos of this on our Travel Vanter uh, Instagram account. You, you gotta see these for yourself, too. And it was so good. And I think just the the sheer size of the portions at this point in the meal was a joke between Francesco and the owner of the restaurant. Yeah. But, you know, we sampled a little bit of each one. We and, did. Uh, it was it was just delightfully good and yummy, and I would happily mow through that again in different portions. But the... Yes. And like every good Italian meal, it had to come to an end, though. We had one more little sweet surprise at the end of a little crescent-shaped biscotti or cookie at the end of our meal. Yeah, it was interesting because some of them were shaped like a little taral, mm -hmm. um, but almost like a sweet one. Yeah. And then some of them were more biscotti-shaped. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing is like when you when as an American and you have dessert in a restaurant, most a lot of the times you might have some coffee to help yeah. that down. Well, this particular Osteria, they just don't do coffee. Yeah, they don't serve they, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Limoncello, sure. Amaretto, sure. Wine, sure. alcohol, yeah. yeah, but no, no, no coffee. coffee. So, um, and yeah, so I mean, they were again sampled one of each, and they were yeah. delicious, but. But so this was our experience of, of a traditional Napolitano dinner, and it was really good. Now, I don't know if they necessarily do all those courses right. every yeah. night when they go out, but we really got a great, authentic sampling. We did. Of, we I feel was, so blessed to have been in their company do. and experienced that from that perspective. Yes, and, and we talk about it being so much food, and oh my goodness, but really it, it was such a beautiful, amazing experience that, and I I also feel so blessed that we were able to go that go and share that and have that experience with family and bring that experience back home and share that and kind of be a connection between the two countries that between the miles kind of close that gap and and, and share what we've done with everyone after that meal we walked around naples at night and the weather was actually really nice it that was. evening mm -hmm. and it was chilly but it wasn't raining it was really nice and we walked down and the streets were busy and people were out and yeah. shopping and laughing and and just enjoying each other's company and it was uh it was just a fun, we probably walked around for another hour after that meal, just we did. walking. I think the biggest blessing was connecting with family, though. Yeah. It, as wonderful as the food was. And I, food is part, food is part of the experience. And you begin to understand a people, I, I think, when you start to experience the food. Because it's a basic need we all have. And kind of who we are stems from uh, what we eat and the way we prepare things and things that happen around the dinner table. But sharing that experience and, and really getting to know family um, that's so many miles away from us over everything that we experienced on this trip, I think that, I know that that is the 
biggest blessing and the most memorable and the most important thing about this trip. I totally agree. I feel very blessed to have my aunt Paula um, was so kind in helping really forge the connection. Mm -hmm. And then the Scotties have just been just it's tremendously wonderful. generous and uh, we're really fortunate. To Molto have generoso. The, and um, I should say there was a fifth guest at the table. There was. So uh, the uh, the <laughs> our Italian is is minuscule at best, um, and uh, uh, Francesco's English is pretty good, um, but not doesn't get you all the way across yeah. the goal line when you're trying to get some things across, and and Julia's was was less, um, but. Google, I would have to give props to Google Translate. Yes. <laughs> the first, a few, a couple of years ago when we went to Sicily and tried to use Google Translate, it was not working very well. We no. would type in what we wanted to say and then show them the screen and they'd kind of mm -hmm. look at us and not really sure what we were trying, the points we were trying to make. And we just struggled using that mm -hmm. the first time we met with family in Sicily. This time... Um, it has the ability to, you say a sentence and then Google Translate will actually say the sentence in the other language. It was remarkably, remarkably better. Yes. Remarkably? Remarkably better this time. Mm-hmm. Um, Markedly and... or remarkably. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to be more efficient with my vocabulary put this together. So, and we used this not just at dinner around the breakfast table walking around it really proved to really bridge the gap it and, did and we got a lot of just joy sometimes and laughter out of, <laughs> out of that we did um, we did it was really really a great tool so leverage that um, you literally can say something into your phone and mm -hmm. then have the phone say what you're saying in whatever however many languages google translate works for that mm -hmm. um, it really made a big difference that has come a long way in a couple of years it has yeah. All right, so I think we've probably done enough for this episode. Again, we thoroughly enjoyed being in Naples. Highly recommend it. Um, and uh, I think next time we'll talk a little bit more of some of the things that we've seen uh, or things that we saw in Naples from a non-food, <laughs> through a non-food <laughs> lens. And, uh, and maybe we'll throw in a little bit here and there. But um, where can they find us and maybe pictures of everything we just talked about? You can find pictures of everything we just talked about on our Instagram account at Travel Vanter. And also on Facebook. Also, our handle on Facebook is Travel Vanter. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again, everybody. And uh, we look forward to our next uh, conversation on Travel Vanter. I love you, honey. I love you, too. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone.